Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 158, but before I get into the episode, I got to plug a couple dates. Next Wednesday, or this Wednesday, because it's coming out Friday, this Wednesday, uh, July 6th, I'm headlining the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you're in Phoenix, you know anybody in Phoenix, or you know anybody who might even be in Phoenix, let them know that I'm headlining the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona on July 6th. And then two weeks after that, I'm headlining the Comedy Zone in Columbus, Georgia, on July 21st, tickets are available now. Uh, I'm bringing Brandon Lejean to feature for me. It's going to be a kick-ass, awesome town. That's uh, an hour outside of Atlanta. So if you're in Atlanta or Columbus or any of those towns around there, come on out. That's uh, July 21st at the Comedy Zone in Columbus, Georgia. This uh, Just got this the other day. Uh, August 27th, Bend, Oregon. I'm coming back finally. It's going to be the third time headlining in Bend, Oregon. The first two times were sold out, so you know this one's going to be sold out. So get your tickets early at bendticket.com. And then the last one is kind of far away, but I need people there. It's going to be uh, September 9th and September 10th. I'm headlining the weekend at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone in Pennsylvania. I'm bringing Mike Eaton to feature for me, and it's going to be a hell of a time. With that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 158. I'm sitting here in the fucking crack house with Joe Marisi. What's up, big dog? Yo, what's up, Galen? I want to. I want you to touch on the conversation you were telling me just about right before we started about how you think it's fucked up that there's only four Asian last names. <laughs> yeah, that was me who started that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. It was me. Yeah, no, I don't... I... Good note to start on. Uh, <laughs> it is weird. No, I, is there? Well, you always run into, like, you know, Nguyen's, Trans, or Trunks, and it's like, where the fuck? You know, there's how many... I've only met one other dude with the last name Nash, and it was my brother, you know? Yeah, Nash, there's not too... Uh, well, Steve Nash. I haven't met that guy, though. Kevin is, Nash. Who the fuck is Kevin Have you Nash? you met Kevin Nash? No. Oh, the old wrestler? I don't watch wrestling, You don't remember bro. Kevin Nash from back in the day? Oh, dude, he was part of, uh, you know, he was Diesel in WWF, and then he was in the NWO. I thought you were going to say the NWA. In uh, WCW. You don't remember them? I never watched wrestling, bro. I thought that stuff was lame. Well, also, I mean, that was a little before your time, because they were big in, like, mid to late 90s, early 2000s, so you would have been real young for that. I never watched wrestling, but now I'm seeing all these clips of like Vince McMahon, like just like saying the N word and shit. And I'm like, maybe I should get into it or something. <laughs> like, dude, like it seems crazy. It was fun. I used to watch it all the time back in like, yeah, late, like mid to late 90s. Like was, WWE or like. Yeah, it was the best thing going. I don't know, man. I watched one one time with my buddy because he was a huge like John Cena stan. And I was like, this is lame. This guy's wearing like cargo pants and no shirt. And yeah, I was. He's a little after the time I watched. I mean, Stone Cold, The Rock. Oh, yeah. Like every week, it, it was Monday Night Raw. If you weren't watching Monday Night Raw on Mondays, I don't, I don't really? even know what would you, you were doing. Yeah, would you go into school into and talk about it? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, around like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, everyone it was a big, big thing. Really? Yeah, man, because that's when you had, like, the best characters, and it was fun. It was, it was very entertaining. What do you say to people that say that wrestling's fake? Like, you know it's fake, right? Well, you just I'm don't not, care? Yeah, I'm not one of those, like, people that, like, <laughs> yeah, it is fake, but it's also, like, there's a lot of athleticism that goes into that. Is it, though? 
Yeah. Would you say? Would you say? Yeah. You would... Those guys are like they could be professional athletes in other sports, and some were. Yeah. So or they think... or they at least played like college sports. Yeah. So you're saying that like Liam Neeson could have been a pro athlete because he fucking rescued his daughter. It's all acting. Hey, that well, that's different. <laughs> but it's all acting. Oh, yeah, but that's different acting. <laughs> These guys are doing it physically in front of you in movies. It's like they they could have stunt doubles and multiple takes yeah. yeah all right well have you seen the size of these guys they're obviously athletes well a lot of people are I mean, bigger than me that doesn't make them an athlete I mean, let's give them credit all right i will say that some of it looks strenuous oh yeah yeah but is. if you don't think that i could get thrown off a ladder you're wrong uh, yeah i think you could take it you could yeah you just got to know how to land really you'd be all right you think how do you think how long do you think you would last in the ring with Ronda Rousey? <laughs> uh, probably about five seconds. What? Yeah, I think she's she, washed up, though. I don't know. She'd probably kick my ass for sure. <laughs> Why? You think you'd last? She's like 5'1", dude. Yeah, well, what are you? You're like, you weigh like 100 pounds. I'm 5'7", 125. 5'7 and a half. Yeah, she would woman handle you. <laughs> I was going to say manhandle, but she's a woman, so she'd womanhandle you, throw you around. Do you still watch wrestling? No, no. I haven't for a long time. What was the What was the tipping point? What made you be like, you know what, maybe I'm too old for this? Uh, yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was basically that. I was just was like, I don't know, once you get to like high school and stuff, you just kind of like focus on other things and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I just I guess I just outgrew it. But but I, I mean I shouldn't say that because there's people that keep following it and they just enjoy it. But yeah, I, I, for me it just wasn't something that stuck. With Have you me. done that open mic in Taylor, Texas? Yet? No. Why? Oh, dude. So this bar in Taylor, Texas. The only reason so it's like thirty minutes outside of Austin, but you get like fifteen minutes. And free drinks, and it's an open mic. So it's like cool. the longest sets you could do. And there's real people there. So it's like, you know, every once in a while, if I have new stuff to work on, it's cool to take a couple of people and just go out there. Yeah. But so, like, you get there a little bit early. Like I said, you know, you get a few drink tickets, even though it's a fucking open mic. And uh, they have the one TV. They have one TV in this bar, and it's always just WWE. Nice. And there's a bunch of fat dudes <laughs> there just crowded around. And they're like, yeah. and they're like in their 40s, That's cheering great. and yelling at the TV. That's so funny. Nice. Makes me laugh every fucking time. <laughs> and there's also there's signs all over the bar that says, you know, no fighting, like no warning. You fight your band, you're 86 or yeah. whatever. So like how many people are, you know, fighting over, you know, John Cena? Yeah, these guys might be getting fired up during Monday Night Raw. I would love I would love to picture like if I had Oh man, let me kill that spider real quick. Where's that? Oh, that's a that's like a baby one. Well, it had to die. You're afraid of that one? Well, I don't want it to bite my dog. Oh, do they do that? I'm a, I'm a man of my daughter, bro. Well, they get like bites on them, and well, you know, you see her scratch, and I'm I'm sure. Well, if people get bit, they dogs have blood too. Yeah, that's true. But um, but I, if I had like the amount of money that I would need to pull this off, I think it would be fucking hilarious to like pay John Cena to like show up to that bar just to see them like pass out. Oh yeah, those guys would lose it. This small town, like a hundred people live there, bro. <laughs> that's, <laughs> just have... uh, that's hilarious that they they they're there for that because they know wrestling's going to be on TV. I don't know, but they stay for the open mic too. 
Like they watch it. They, it's like the th- there's no movie theater in town. It's like that you know. It sounds like a good vibe. Yeah, I've seen that Mike on the Austin comedy page. It's dope because nobody ever fucking goes because it's thirty minutes outside town. Yeah, Taylor, a, that's far. And a lot of people here don't even have like you know, fifteen. So yeah, it's pointless for them to go out there. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll go out there and work on fifteen minutes of trash and just fucking you know. Have one one thing be good? Yeah, <laughs> you know, on a like, Monday night, that's great. Is that's, it Monday night or is it Tuesday? I think it's Monday. Well, yeah, because wrestling's on Monday. It's got to be Monday, so it's gotta yeah. it's got to be Monday. Is WWE like the longest show, like live action show that's like with, withstanding? Because you were talking about watching that in the 90s. That's a good point. Well, yeah, I mean, that they've had, well, wrestling's been on forever. That's been a thing since like the 70s. But yeah, like Monday Night Raw, that's probably been going close to 30 years why is it called raw like is there fucking wednesday night cook see i I wonder if they still call it that even i think (laughs) they do i want to say that they do but something tells me that they did change the name i don't know i don't know why they call it I, i don't know why they call it raw and then they used to and then they used to do like the reverse thing like they would call it raw is war because raw backwards is war like is that why they named it that? No, nah, I don't think so. It's just like raw, uncut action or yeah, something? Yeah, I think it's like, just like a f- in-your-face kind of name, like Monday Night Raw. Yeah. How old were you when you lost your virginity? You, you go right into that. I like that. Because I was uh, just thinking about you said you got too old for it, so oh, it has to eight, correlate. 18. Yeah, yeah. It has to correlate with it. Like yeah, a girlfriend? Or like stop your, watching that. Your teacher? Or? It was, uh, no. <laughs> no, she was uh, someone I dated a little bit. Yeah. Nice. My senior year. Nice. She go to another school and took her to prom and everything. Yeah, because That's I, so I went to an all all boys Catholic high school. What? Yeah, all men. So like would so, you guys Yeah, we had to date from other schools, yeah. For like sports, did you guys get to like race against the girls out of other schools? Like you guys <laughs> you, you race the all girls school down yeah, the street? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be good, yeah. Um no, we uh play tennis against the all girls school, <laughs> <laughs> just destroy them. Yeah. Twenty seven and oh. Yeah, <laughs> we I mean we still uh competed <laughs> against the neighboring, you know, the schools of there was a lot of schools like that. There was one in Orange County called Servite. Okay, yeah, and then I heard of another one too out in that area. Maybe, maybe, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's there's a couple of those in Orange County. Yeah, because there's a couple around Chicago. Well, Chicago area, there's a lot of Catholic high schools, but yes, why not was it too many same sex? Yeah, yeah, because like when I had William Montgomery in the podcast, he was talking about that too. He went to one. He too? went to an all boys school. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't that's know why so that's a thing. It weird. is. It is weird. I would not send my kids. To something like that, it's just yeah, it's odd, and I don't think it's yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Well, my third grade teacher, I just found out actually was like molesting like little girl students and shit. So like no. maybe it may, yeah, bro, oh, it was man. crazy. That's it was crazy. Awful. Well, what had happened was I actually was refraining from talking about this, but now that it came up, uh, I, was it like in the new? Was it like in your local no, news or something? No, 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 no. Should it you was, be talking about this? Oh yeah, I'll name drop him too. I don't give a shit. Uh, this was like 2003. Oh, okay. or no, this had to be like 06 because I was in third grade. Or no, like 04, 05. Um, but excuse me. Uh, so I had this teacher. I only had one, one guy teacher, bro. Uh, all of my schooling until you know high school. Yeah. Uh, and. 
His name was Mr. Atkinson. And then, like, two weeks into the year, this guy just disappears. And we we're like, what the fuck? And so, like, what we were told and what all the parents were told oh, is that man. is that he went on vacation and then just decided to retire. And so we were like, all right. And that then, was the story going That was around. the story that we were yeah. told, yeah. And so then he was replaced by Miss Gonzowski. And now Miss Gonzowski uh, and I are friends on Facebook. Okay. And uh, I just headlined a show in Orange County, California a couple weeks ago. And my sixth grade science teacher came to the show. And That's so we were we were catching up afterwards, yeah. right? And so I, I noticed that I have a mutual friend with her on Facebook. It's Miss Gonzowski. So I asked her, I was like, oh, you know Miss Gonzowski? She was my third grade teacher. And so it turns out that Miss Gonzowski only taught third grade one year. And so my sixth grade teacher was like, oh, that was your class? And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? And she was like, oh, like, like you know, we're the guy, you know, like fucking like did all this stuff. And I was like, what stuff? What? And so like, I told her that w- what we were told. And she was like, oh, no. Like, turns out this guy was like molesting students for like years and then like got exposed or something. And then uh, they instead of like telling people or arresting him or whatever, they let him resign so that he could like keep his pension because he'd been teaching for like 30 years. And there's, we never found out until, you know, now, you know, 20 years later. Wow. Wait, so there was never, like, charges? No. Or, why? No. How would, I, how would I, the parents not My I told my mom about it, and she was anything. like, I told my mom about it. because the they, victims they were never happened to. I have no idea, bro. They must have got paid off or something, because I have no idea. Yeah, because that's weird if nothing yeah, happened dude. to the guy, if that all was true. But... Yeah, and so like that. Well, I assume it's true. Why would she just be like, "Oh, that was your class"? Yeah, that'd unprovoked. Be, but it'd be weird that there were no, it'd be no kind of. It was a different time. Repercussions. Dude. It wasn't that different of a time. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a bit older than you. I mean, two thousands things then were kind of uh, out. You know. Yeah, that, but how that would, kind of a thing would be like known? I feel. How like. would it? How would other parents even get in contact with like my mom? You know what I mean? Like there was no Twitter. There was no, you know... I don't know, but I'm saying the parents of the kids that that stuff happened to, I think, would... They probably didn't find out till years later anyway. Like, I don't know. maybe the kids didn't say anything, are you saying? Yeah, maybe. And then, you know... Yeah, I don't know. It just started adding up. This is an odd story. But I remember, well, I literally, the next morning, I was staying at my mom's house in Orange County, and I told her, and she was like, well, that actually, you know, makes sense as to why he just disappeared. It was like, it was literally like a Tuesday... And he just disappeared. Yeah, it's And wild. the next day, we just had this chick in there. We were like, what the fuck? It was really weird. So it's a, You said you had all woman teachers mostly growing up? I feel like Always, I, I yeah. did too. Yeah, until like eighth grade, I think, was my first male teacher. Yeah. My first male teacher was my health teacher freshman year of high school. Mr. Coles. Nice. The homie, dude. Why do you think that is? Like, Do you think that like... Maybe guys are too... Like, can you imagine having a kindergarten guy teacher, th- though? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think women, it's just more... Nurturing. Yeah, to teach, like, the younger grades. Yeah, because, like, the guy... Like, my friends who are teachers all, like, teach and coach high school. Yeah. So... Well, we're pretty much full-grown, almost. Yeah, and then the women that I know that teach, yeah, they do, like, elementary, yeah. That's probably why those crazy people end up shooting up elementary schools and stuff, because there's no one really there to stop them. No men? Yeah, dude. If you go to the high school, the football teacher is going to stop you at the gate. Yeah, those guys are buff. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I wouldn't want to cross those guys. Did you ever, (laughs) this is going to sound really fucked up, 
But did you ever oh, have those man. thoughts when you're in like high school? Well, you kind of went to high school like older. So like, there's been school. Like when I was in high school, there were school shootings all the time, and I would always hear about all you know the like time. <laughs> like there's like two school shootings a day now, and you only hear about the ones where like more than a certain amount of people die now. Uh, but there's like shootings all the time. But I never. I always thought about how because like you would hear the death count and it would be like mass shooting at high school, like three people die. I'm like, bro, if you do it at the right time, like when like when like there's a passing period or like when lunch starts, like at the English hall alone, there's like 400 kids just piling out of all the rooms. Like you could mow down like 100 people if you wanted to. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's That's... like, what are they? They're that retarded that it's like they can't just fucking go at the right time. Yeah, I think they are that retarded because they're doing that in the first yeah. place. So they they can't be uh, in the right mind. So. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. That's why I was always hanging out. Like, I would hang out, like, in the classroom, like, for a second later. Like, I wouldn't put my books in my bag until after the bell rang. All the kids are, like, dipping. I'm like, if there's a fucking shooting, Were you bell. nervous about that actively in high school? No, but, like, I would also fall asleep in class and just be on my phone the whole time. Yeah, but see, I was... Well, because I'm thinking... I wasn't uh, nervous about yeah, it. Yeah, I never... Yeah, that, that kind of thing never, uh, never was in my mind. I still don't think about it now. Like when I'm like at, you know, movie theaters or grocery stores, I never, it's oh, funny yeah. when I see like, people. Like when you're in a packed place, yeah. People tweet, they're like, I feel nervous, whatever. I'm like, I really, I forget that things happen until I see it yeah. on the news. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, you don't want to just be paranoid. But it, I mean, it is good to be aware of your surroundings. Oh, also, yeah, of but... course. But those people, like you always hear about those people, they're like, They'll go somewhere and they'll like plan an active escape route, and it's like, dude, how's that? Just go to Disneyland, asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, an active escape route. Like, what do you? I have to know where my exits are at all times. It's like, all right, John Wick, what are you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, watch yeah, your. That's funny. Like their fucking active plan. Yeah, it's like, dude, if some dude walks in with an AR-15, I guarantee you, you're not gonna be like, "Well, I gotta go fucking point A to point B." Yeah, your your brain's <laughs> gonna thinking's gonna change. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough to remember the plan, for sure. That's why, I fucking... but hopefully, you can stay cool under that kind of a thing. I think uh, Chappelle's joke about school shootings is one of my favorite jokes of all time. What was it again? The one where he talked about how he, like, heard his nephew or something talking about, like, the active shooter drills that they do at school. Yeah, they do those and drills, And he's like, yeah. well, if he's like, so, he t- so he's like, my nephew told me what they are. And he's like, well, that's stupid because, like, the one that, that's doing the school shooting is, like, in there, too. Like, aren't they just teaching the school shooter, like, where they're going to go? He's just oh. like, uh, he's like, uh, excuse me, uh, where are we supposed to meet? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. So yeah. funny, bro. He's just like, uh, excuse me, uh, where are we supposed to meet? Yeah, yeah. A classic, dude. I fucking, I remember watching that special, just rewinding that one part, because I was like, the delivery was so perfect. Yeah. I'm just like, dude. Jeez, yeah. It's also super true. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. It's nuts. <laughs> did you ever have, like, earthquake, or are you, what type of drills did you have in Illinois? We, we had did, earthquake uh, drills. <laughs> not earthquake, but we had, like, I guess tornado drills. What would that entail? Just like crawling under the desk, I think. <laughs> Same thing for yeah. earthquakes, bro. Like the, we were It's funny all those drills were so pointless that you know that if like something actually happened while we were there, like we would have just all died. 
Yeah, I think maybe <laughs> fuck thunderstorm <laughs> drills. No, not real. But yeah, I think I guess tornado drills, shooter drills, earthquake drills, fucking uh, tornado drills. It's all just get under your desk. It's like what are these fucking going up against Thanos? Like yeah. why is it all the same? Yeah, get <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> well, yeah, or like in the doorways and other for earthquakes, you could do that. Right? Well, there was you know you're a classroom of thirty people. You could only put like two people under a doorway. Yeah, two in the doorway. Yeah, but it's like it would be get under your desk. Grab one of the posts uh, and, like, use your other hand to cover your neck in case, like, the ceiling collapsed and you don't want something to, like, collapse onto your neck oh, or something. Oh, right, yeah. But the best part is, the, the my, my favorite part about the those drills were, like, the kids were, like, super obese. They would be, like, the teachers would be, like, everybody, you know, the alarm would ring. You'd be, like, earthquake yeah. drill, like, fucking get into your desk. And, like, the kids who, like, couldn't fit under the desk, they would just, <laughs> like, they would just sit in their chair. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even attempt it? because no, they were so big. I mean, you got to try. Like, there's, I'm talking, like, there, there was some tubby-ass kids. There's this one kid named Cody Mount. And this kid was fucking like three hundred pounds. We were in like in what we, grade? Like 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 little like league grade age. school. We would play little league, and this kid was on my team, and he was like huge. It would take him like a minute just to swing a bat. Like oh he was fucking, man! And for some reason, he was like good. He wasn't. He was. He like like he wasn't good, but like if he connected with the ball, yes. it would be a home run. Yeah, every, when I remember, yeah, every when I time was younger, yeah. If you were big and you made contact, yeah, that ball was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they had just. Little league balls are just juiced or what? It's like, fuck, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you get the, that weight behind the, the little league ball. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it goes though. Little league is the is the funniest thing. Thinking back to it, because it's like there was those fat ass huge kids, and then there's the small kids like me that were just like bunt every time. Yeah, yeah. And then there'd be like those kids that could like they were like eleven could throw eighty. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was fun baseball growing up. I enjoyed that. Oh yeah, dude. I'm You were a bunt uh you're fast. Yeah, dude. I had bunt singles. Oh, I would get bunt home runs, lead bro. Lead off hitter. Le- yeah, I would have like lead off fucking bunt home runs cuz you Why? know cuz I kept throwing it away. They, they would, they you know, th- they'd yeah. Throw it over first. Yeah. Go to th- you make it all the way to third, then they'd throw it into the dugout. Well, yeah, know? your best bet with uh yeah, on a bunt like that, like you could keep running if like the catcher somebody overthrows it and it doesn't go out of play. Like it goes down the first yes. baseline. You just keep then going. You just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it goes out of play, you only get one base. You got to stop. In my, I have a safe, and in the safe, I have a, a, a one of my baseball cards from Little League. Oh, nice. And they did me dirty, bro. That's why I have it. I have it in a case, like with all my other like signed cards and shit. Uh, and I have um, um, what the fuck is this guy calling me? Uh, it's on the back. It has my height and weight. So it's like age twelve. Uh, height four six, <laughs> and then it says weight sixty five pounds. Wow. I was like, bro, it's not the DMV, bro. You could lie. Yeah, you I mean, could lie you, on these. You need your weight at that age. Uh, yeah. But on it, it says bunt expert. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I would. It was funny because uh, you know, there's only in little league for your age group. There's only like you know five teams, and we all go yeah. to school together, really. And so it's the coaches are just like your homie's dad, pretty much. Yeah, and so like it would literally be like. I would come to the plate and they they would have the third baseman like come up even yeah, with the pitcher's mound. Up. Yeah, yeah, and I would still bat like five hundred because like they still have to make the throw. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, you put the ball in play, make, throw me out. It was my hand-eye coordination. I don't know what it was, make but make them make the play. Yeah, there was one time, and I'll never forget it. I got fucking robbed, bro. I I went to, and so then they started doing. My coach had me, you know 
pull back. Like I would go to the bunt, like when the pitcher was in the warm up, pull back, you know. Yeah, and just slash, like, bunt and just, slash, and just slap it. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, chop it. You know, past the third baseman who's even with the. You know, you just have to make yeah enough contact. It's going past him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and one time I did that, pulled back, swung it like all out, bro. Boom! It was the, right down the middle because you know they tell you pitch, pitch the bunt, pitch to hit, get the ball in contact. You know, just get this guy to ground out and whatever. Yeah. So the guy throws it right down the middle, bro. And I fucking hit this shit hard. Like, boom. It was going in the air. I stood there, bro. Because everybody was like, wow, Galen fucking hit it to the outfield, huh? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, it, you know, the, the fence has the yellow, the yellow, like, the plastic. Oh, yeah, the plastic like, covering at the top yeah, of the fence. Yeah, It hits yeah. the top of that and bounces back in play, bro. Oh, man. Dude, Rob. Top of the wall. Yeah, Rob, bro. To, and I'll, I'll never forget the sound it made when it hit the thing. I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, bro. Yeah, it's like a boom. Probably. Yeah, robbed. You ever hit any home runs? Were yeah. you any good? Yeah, yeah. I was good. Yeah, I was an all star every year. I was really, Oh nice. I, I was a good ball player. Yeah. Um yeah, a lot of lagging out of the home <laughs> run because like growing up there weren't a lot of fenced fields. Oh really? But I did hit one over a home run fence. But yeah, most of my home runs were just lagging them out. So Ow. I'll never forget the first kid, like, it was, like, you know, our third year in, you know, like, minor, we called it, like, minor B, like, the first year of kid pitch. Yeah. Uh, and this kid, the first home run that went over the fence that any of uh, us on our team and their team had seen, like, went over the fence, and literally we were all like, you could do that. <laughs> we were all like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's exciting. Like, it was, yeah, we all, you know, we all came out of the dugout and, like, met the guy at home, which yeah. is also really funny that, like, we were just allowed to do that. Like, it was so... Laid back, your mom would just like give you corn dogs and shit through the chain link fence yeah. in the dugout and shit. <laughs> yeah, those were fun times, man. Did yeah, you ever those... have? Did you ever have any parents that were like over the top? Oh yeah, Are you kidding? Really? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Every, those those parents exist everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just lunatics for sure. You want to do a hidden camera thing with me during this upcoming like spring, like little league season? What do you want to do? So I did this. My little brother, who's eight. Or not eight. He's eight years younger than me. He played little league also in the same league that I did. You know, years later, so yeah. When I was in high school, I went to one of his games, uh, and I sat in the other side, the other team's bleacher side, right. And they're like ten, you know, nine, ten years old coming to the plate, and every time I would fucking uh, boo. <laughs> I'd fucking to your brother's boo. team? No, to the other team. Oh, okay. And so uh, I want to do that now to like a random, just have us as like grown men. Show up to some random little league game and just boo the kids. Boo it's, the kids on the side where the fan their fans are. Either one, just switch back. <laughs> we could switch back and forth just to like and have have people recording like uh, in like hidden areas, like of just like just to get people's like the parents' reactions of like you know the dad who's drunk or like whatever and you just boo their kid. Yeah, I, I feel like I would have to be drunk if I were going to do that. It would be pretty fucking if I was funny though. Go booing. Uh... Little children, ball, baseball players. Yeah, I think it would be fucking really funny though. It, it, yeah, I'm, I think it would be. Yeah. And just the genuine reactions that we would get from people being like, "You fucking we kidding might me!" Might get our asses kicked. I think that would make it even funnier by these Texas dads. <laughs> oh yeah, we'd we'd have to go to what's a pussy state? We'd have to go to Rhode Island and do it. Yeah, I don't know if that's <laughs> gonna fly here in Texas. Yeah, yeah. end up. Uh, if we see a guy, instead of beating us up, see him walk to his truck, we got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's things in those trucks. There's a lot of cargo in that bed. I got things back there. Why'd you decide to move to Austin? Uh, I, you know, I, I, I was digging what I heard about it. 
L.A. Uh, deteriorated. Mm-hmm. You know, Los Angeles, it just became a city of, like, it wasn't fun anymore. Sure. Yeah, I kind of just, I, I loved it for a long time. Right. And then I just stopped, and then, uh, yeah, the city was just, it, it, it didn't feel like a place I saw myself like, I don't know if I'll go back at some point, but I just am like, for right now, like, this is not where I want to be. And I'm like, I don't know if I see myself, like, long-term there. And I just was kind of like, this seems like the right fit, just, like, given the state of the world and everything. Texas was really appealing to me. You like it so far? I do. I, I love Austin. I think it's a great city. I, I actually love all of Texas. All the I've been to, like I've done comedy in Dallas. I've done it in uh, Houston a few times. Houston's uh, pretty fucking ghetto though, bro. I I like it. Houston's cool. Dallas. I, I haven't been to San Antonio yet, but yeah, all, oh, it's all only these like an hour away. Yeah, all, I, but all the all of Texas is great. I I yeah. love it. I think it's a great state for the you know for the most part. And what parts do you think is not? No, I'm just saying overall, for the most You're part, You've been sucking Texas like dick this whole time, man. I'll just hear some shit talk. <laughs> no, no, I don't have any shit talk about... Well, people I, don't know I, how to I would drive say, out here. The only thing I would say is just a food-related thing. Like, I don't... I feel like there's not enough food variety. Bro. Like, I need, like, a nice... I, I would love an Italian deli. I don't know if there's one or not. And if there Seriously. is, I would love to know where it is. Well, I don't... I would, I thought you were saying Italian restaurant. Or, yeah, even just like that. Deli, like, I, I haven't had but... pasta in, I don't think, at all. Since yeah, <laughs> no. Well, dude, let's, have you ever been to Old Spaghetti Factory? Uh, yeah, but that's a chain. Yeah, but there's still fire. Is it out here? No. That's yeah, what I was saying. I was like, fuck, bro. If there was a, if there was a spaghetti factory out here, I'd go there like once well, in two weeks. that's in California, isn't it? They have them all over. There's 50 locations. I think there's one in each state. Okay. <laughs> no, there's yeah, more than one in California, though. No, I've never, when it comes to Italian, I've never done, because my mom was such a great cook, and, like, I'm used to going to, like, great Italian restaurants, like, you know, back in Chicago and L.A. L.A. has great Italian mm-hmm. restaurants. Uh, so I've, I, I've, I've been to Olive Garden once. Oh, there is one out here, huh? Off Lamar or whatever? There, yeah, there must be, but yeah, I, I was at, I went to one once in Orange County, actually, the day I left, yeah, my coworkers did like a going away thing for me. At, or- at Olive at an, Garden? At an Olive Garden, <laughs> I think in like, yeah, around Garden Grove area. I Damn. used to work down there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't, I didn't realize you were familiar with the territory. Oh, yeah, I know Orange County. The 714. Yeah, I know Orange County well. I'm going to get, uh, next time I go home, I'm going to get a 714 tattoo in the Anaheim Angels type font on my, right under my right bicep. Oh, yeah, that'd be, like that with the kind of. Yeah, little... the type font, like the jersey numbers. Oh, okay, just a yeah. 714. That'd be fun. Because I, I put on for my city, bro. Yeah, nice. But. <laughs> what else? No, I, I, dude, I was thinking, I thought of something. Oh, dude, I was talking about how I always get a, I was thinking about how I always get, like, hosed with, like, restaurants and shit. Like, I get, like, fucked over. Cause, uh, it, Out here? Well, everywhere, really. What? So What's going I went, on? So I went and I did these gigs, uh, and I hosted the, the opening weekend at this comedy club in Stockton, California. It ended up being, like, 
the most shady worst weekend of my I don't want to get I don't want to tell the whole story, but that's yeah. part of the story that I haven't told on the podcast is that uh when I got to this dump ass hotel, uh there was a there was a sign for the old spaghetti factory right next to it. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, fucking say less. Like I'm I know yeah, where I'm gonna he eat must have been excited about one that. of these nights. Yeah, because I was like, there's not a lot of safe parts in Stockton. I don't know if you've ever been. I've heard about it. It's yeah. it's like number three. It's like top three murder capital cities in oh, the United States. Wow. Like, Okay. And uh, and it was it had just shut down. It was like an empty building. I was like, "You motherfucker!" Uh, the and so then when I went to, I just did I did shows in Dallas, uh, and literally I passed by where my hotel was. There was a a giant. I'm a huge Joe's Crab Shack fan. Oh yeah, okay. And there was a, <laughs> you know, they have the the sign with like the arrow, or whatever. Yeah, like it's the, a great sign. They it's had one of the, the best sign. signs. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, say less." Again, and I drive by the building's just gone. Oh, you keep getting it's just empty lot. Fake false advertising. Yeah, take the take sign the... take the sign down. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stop duping people. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I picked or when I got so to go to the shows in Stockton, I got picked up in a lift uh from the hotel and some dude was like, What are you what are you staying there for? you know? And I was like <laughs> I was like, That's just where, you know That can't be good. Yeah. yeah. It was just I told him I was like, This is just where they you know, I didn't pay for the hotel, this is where they put me. Yeah. And he was like, Oh man, dude, well I hope you don't and across the street across the street from this hotel, bro, was a Krispy Kreme, an In N Out and a Taco Bell. I mean, that sounds legit. So I was like, Of course I'm gonna, you know, go to them multiple times. Yeah. And while I'm, you know, there for the weekend and the guy was like, Oh man, like don't don't be walking around out there. Like, oh, I was like, and I was like, why? And he told me that the, he was like, dude, like three homeless people just like got murdered, like in the parking lot of the hotel that I was staying at. Like, like that last weekend. Great. And I was like, great to know that. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. And the best part is when we were driving. So I was like, so like, where are you from? And he's like Stockton born and raised, man. I was like, what the fuck, dude? You're like, like, like why? Like, you know, all this like inside and outs of like where people are getting murdered and shit. And you're just like, like, I want to live here forever. Yeah, what it, when someone tells you that, I mean, what are you even thinking? I mean, that's just, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, bro. Do you know, uh, you know, uh, Kabir Singh? I want to say, yeah. He's a Bay Area. started in the Bay Area, like Fremont, and then San Francisco, and he was just on AGT. He made, like, the quarterfinals or whatever. Was never an L.A. comic? No, but okay, he's done, he's done shows in L.A., but he's like a touring headliner or whatever, right. uh, and he's like repped by this. I forgot the guy's fucking name, but he's he like represents all these like crazy guys or whatever. And for some reason, this dude was headlining, and so this this is fucking hilarious. They this it was called the two oh nine Laugh Lounge, and so it's funny because they you know Christi- Christina Mariani, yeah yeah. So she's from Stockton. Oh wow! And that's that porn star I told you about. She's also from Stockton. Okay. <laughs> and because of this weekend, I know their fucking area code by heart because this lame ass fucking comedy club in quotes, uh, called the Two O Nine Laugh Lounge. And so when I was oh, talking so to Christina, gonna... and she was told me she's from Stockton, I was like, Oh, the Two O Nine, huh? She's like, How do you know that? And I fucking told her this story. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this was like, this was G- this was December thirty first and January first. Of 2019. This or was a New Year gig. Yeah, dude. going into 20, ringing <laughs> in 2019, but uh, or I think it was 20, it was 2019, and then going into 2020. So this was an omen for how the year was going to yeah, go. Yeah, getting bro. ready for 20. Yeah, big 2020. Yeah, that was. Yeah, and the the ho- the hotel was a was a sham. They they told me they put me up at this like four star hotel, right? 
And then I was like, oh, for sure. And yeah, like, that's horrible. Did you tell him, hey, I heard there was people murdered here. Get, can I get out of here? <laughs> so that wasn't the hotel. The, so the guy, right before I go to the hotel, he's like, oh, they're actually sold out of rooms. So we put you up at this other hotel, and it was some crack hotel. And I was like, dude. And so I went on my phone, looked up the other hotel that they sent me the address for, and you know they had plenty of availability. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, Yeah, of you course they have plenty of availability. This hotel everyone's, Stockton, everyone's scared. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. one wants to be there. These awful murders are happening, yeah. The guy wanted me there at 2 p.m. for sound check. And I was at like... At the comedy club? Yeah. And so what I was time like, was the show, like 8? Yeah, the first one was at like 7. Yeah, the what second is he, one, why? What, what was that the about? Se- it was like 7.30 and 9.30 were the two shows that night. And then the next next night was 7.30 and 9.30. Uh, and so, yeah, I literally was like, why? You can't... You need my voice? Sound check? What are you putting on a concert? I mean, <laughs> yeah, what? dude. Well, you never had that where they wanted to do soundcheck. I've had that. I just did that theater gig. They wanted me for soundcheck early. It's like just use your own I mean, voice. I mean, I've never done venues big. Like I've only done like clubs and yeah. There's no there. It's already they're, set they're up. supposed to. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. They're supposed to have it set up. Like at the like I'm used to clubs. I, well, working at the comedy store, I was. I'm kind of like I, I model every club. To, should be run that way. Right. So I expect things to just be in order when I get there. Right. So. It's not a seven hour, five hours before the showtime sound check. Yeah, sound check. Like, that's something, like, I feel like you would do, like, if you're playing an arena. It's like, yeah, yeah let's let's do a sound check. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. In, in a room that fits, well, 150, 200 people, I don't or however big Dude. room that is. I don't know, but yeah. So I was like, sure, fuck it. I was like, for the amount of money that they promised me, I was like, sure, I'll fucking drive there. It's only five hours away from where I lived. So I was like, sure, fuck it. Like, I'll just leave it whatever time in the morning and get there. Yeah. And then I get there, right? And then before I even walk in, there was this guy who's like a fan of the podcast who had worked that night. So he couldn't make the show or either of the shows because he worked. And so he was like, hey, he had this like t-shirt company or whatever, uh, his he, I'll shout him out. His Instagram handle is like Zay Unnoticed Hustle, something like that. Uh, and his name's Isaiah. Uh, makes T-shirts, does barbecue, whatever. And so he's like, "Hey man, like I really want to meet you. Like I'm a fan of the podcast. I've listened for however long, and I just want to meet you and give you a T-shirt." And nice. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like, uh, and so I texted him or I, I messaged him on Instagram, being like, "Well, I got to be there fucking five hours early, so I don't know what time your shift starts. Yeah, but if you want to meet me at the venue and just like say what's up, I'm down." And so I pull up, and he's already outside the venue. So like before I even walk in, he's already out there. So I talk with him for a little bit, get a T-shirt. Yeah, which actually, nice. I still have it. Super cool. Uh, and and that was that. And I go inside, bro. This wasn't a comedy club. This was supposed to be the inaugural weekend of this two hundred nine laugh. They just opened. Yeah. It was a fucking uh like a like a restaurant slash nightclub that they rented out for the two nights. Uh, I thought you said it was a new. They build it as like this is a new venue. So you thought it was yeah a- yeah. That's well. That's the message that I get. The email that I get. Right. Uh, and so I showed up and it's, they haven't set anything up. Did they yet. have a stage even? They had a stage, okay. <laughs> but they didn't have any light or anything like a spotlight, nothing. Uh, the light that they were going to use for the, for, for us, the comedians was a chandelier that just happened to be above the stage. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. And so Sick. I'm like, they're like asking me these questions and I was like, you know, Two and a half years into comedy, I was like, I don't fucking know. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, when you're that fresh, you're just, you're taking any gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And dude. you're not being selective and you're just grateful 
for the stage time and that people yeah. want you to perform at their venue. So it's like, I'm getting paid to do four shows in yeah. another city? Yeah, I'm yeah, there. Yeah, ex- exactly. I'm but there. then as you go and you learn, you... you, you yeah, comedy is all about just learning from the last experience. <laughs> yeah, it's a constant growth. I mean, as... Yeah, it's kind of a good metaphor for like, life in that like way. Everything it's, is. It's yeah, like but... everything's a learning experience and, and uh, you know... But then, like, Kabir's agent shows up, and he's, like, talking to me. And, like, this dude, I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, but so, like, one of, do you know Grant Cotter? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, I like, when Grant. I first started, he, like, took me under his wing yeah, or whatever. great, hilarious guy. Yeah, good dude. Too. Yeah. And so I do, uh, like, literally three days after this weekend, I open for Grant at the Irvine Improv. And so I'm in the green room telling him about this hell weekend. I didn't even get to the crazy part. Yeah. I, I tell him about this hell weekend. And he's like, who? And he, he, he like name drops the guy, like Kabir's agent or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's the dude. He was like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, I've been trying to hit this guy up for like forever. And he's just never like responded to my emails or anything. Right. And so he was just like, he's like, what the fuck was this asshole doing? And like, you know, Stockton for this butt fuck ass weekend. And so I, like, the guy was telling me, I was talking to this dude in the back. Yeah. And he's like, telling me, he's like, I don't know. And oh, all the people that worked there were like volunteers that just straight, they all just got out of prison. All of them. Come on. They all just, I swear to God, they all just got out of prison. And they were like, you know how we can make some money is by running this like fake comedy club operation. Dude, and that's like, that's too much, man. <laughs> dude. And so he, the guy was telling me, uh, he was like, I don't know uh, how this guy even got my email, but they offered us like a butt fuck ton of money to have me and Kabir come down here for this weekend. And I was like, all right. And I don't even, I don't even know how the guy knew who I was because I've never been to fucking Stockton before, but the guy hit me up. Oh, you like, just got randomly hit up to host show for that gig to host these four shows on the opening weekend of this brand new comedy club. And so I was like, fuck yeah. But this was around a time where, you know, I was doing the improvs and I was doing like a bunch of stuff. So this guy probably just saw me on like discover or something. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I was like, yeah, whatever. And so the guy's telling me all this stuff, bro. Uh, the first show, there was like 70 people there, which is dope. The room fits like the room fits like 300. Okay. But 70 is fine. Yeah. I was supposed to go up cold, do 10. And, and host. Yeah. Uh, and so it was me, Kabir's feature, and then Kabir, who's like, you know, a legit touring dude who has specials out and whatever, and he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so I go up there, do 10, and just none of these people had ever been to a comedy show in their entire lives. Like, ever. What bro. was the age? I'm guessing it was a little older. They, yeah, they were like probably late 30s, early 40s, yeah. and like all black. Like, and so like, they were like, they were all, it was funny because so like the only joke that worked finally, I get their attention because they're all talking to themselves still. Like it's as if I was never there. It was fucking crazy. And so like I, one joke and it's that AA joke that I do about my mom that always lands. And then I do this joke and they fucking huge laugh break. And then they go and they all talk about it. I'm still doing my set, bro. Like they're all they're all talking about the joke. Of, that, a lot of table talk going on. Yeah, it was really weird, right? And so I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it, just plowed through it. Uh, and then it's good. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Brought up the other guy, same thing for him. And then so I stuck around, well, because it was another show. But I was like, I like instead of being in the back, I went and I sat in the room because I was like, I want to see how this you know touring headliner. Yeah, you want to see how he does handles the crowd like right, this. Yeah. Like what you know, what can I learn from this? Yeah, and that's good. He went up there, and you know, 
uh, pretty, he bombed or whatever, but it was, you know, no fault of our own. You know, I hate like blaming the crowd or whatever, but like they literally were just talking to themselves. It was weird. It was like they all paid to be there too, which was hilarious. If they all paid to be but there, they and just didn't but watch the it show. It was just like a very like bar vibe, like people just oh, kind of yeah. chattering, not really focused on like more than chatting, chattering, not focused on. Was there TVs on? No. Oh, okay. but the best part was <laughs> so all the people that worked there are prisoners, right? So like the bar is this like ghetto, like like the dude just brought bottles from his house. And then the there was supposed to be a, a kitchen, quote unquote kitchen, yeah. but there's just some dude grilling like quesadillas okay. in the back. Yeah, and so they didn't start bringing food out to the people until like 30 minutes into Kabir's set. Oh yeah, <laughs> so perfect. Like, yeah, good time to eat. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like 20 just minutes left. Fill their mouths up so they can't laugh. That's perfect. <laughs> and so like now they like so by the the last so the last of the food goes out. As Kabir's like doing his closer, yeah, and so like you know they gotta clean the room, and there's a whole other show. Oh after yeah, this this people. Is another show. Yeah, um, <laughs> what and a... people are getting their food at the end, and it was just terrible. And then yeah, the other shows, it was the same thing. I mean, dude, that's but that's it's not fun. But the agent was super cool. He took me and he took me in the back, and he was like, he was like, dude, like you're fucking, your material is hilarious. Well, and that's, like he, yeah, he, that's he cool. quoted some of my jokes and was like, this shit is absolutely hilarious. Uh, your delivery is great, your writing's great, but you gotta like, you can't. And he like told me all these tips about not letting the crowd affect you because I guess I was clearly getting angry that they weren't like paying attention and shit. And I was like, oh yeah, well, that's you know. hard, yeah. Uh, and so he's like, you're hosting, dude. Like your job is to go up there and eat shit. Like, that's your fucking job, dude. It's and not I was your like, job, but yeah, well, you know, I kind of like, get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. kind of like thing. And so, like, then when I took that advice and I went up there the the second night, I had way better sets because uh, I was just like, you know what? Like now, I'm not going to let this affect me and just kind of stayed in the pocket. Yeah, you just kind of take the pressure off yourself. It's kind of like uh, I don't care what happens. Yeah, you just kind of got to. Yeah, but the guy tried to not pay me, like all this other crazy oh, shit. Oh come on, like, yeah, yeah that's it was crazy, bro. It was crazy, and then it was funny because Kabir hasn't come on the podcast yet, but we we still talk sometimes. And he's like, man, dude, like when we fucking when I get on the podcast, bro, we're gonna talk about because I want to hear from his perspective, being like, you know, this guy headlines, you know, like actual like you know Looney Bins and fucking yeah, real all like yeah, good, to like st- good clubs and stuff. Then come yeah. to this ghetto ass. It, it felt like you remember Bishop Sycamore. Is that a school? It was, it was a fake school. Remember, they somehow got an ESPN nationally televised game a couple years ago. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. like a fake school that didn't exist, right? And it was yeah. just like a bunch of like like twenty five year old men playing a high playing against a high school team on ESPN who thought it was a real like the whole. It felt like that. Like it was a fake comedy club, and they just never did any other shows after that. That was it. That was it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that is the weirdest thing ever. I wonder if their Instagram How? page is still active. Yeah, it was crazy. I bet I it's mean, gone. What? And then you guys were there for that. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Uh, here. What's it called? 207? 209 Laugh Lounge. Yeah, so this is after the show. Uh, when was this? This. So the picture that they posted was February 1st, 2020. Uh, so here yeah, is so over two these years are all, ago. These are all the prisoners that were volunteers, and then you see this me in the is corner. You guys from that night. From that night, yeah. So there's all the prisoners, and oh, there's yeah, me in the that's corner. That's you with the hoodie on. Yeah. So yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fresh face. Oh yeah, you don't have the face. 
Oh, all the guys in the red ties, those are all the workers? They literally just got out of prison. They were all volunteering. Wait, which one's Kabir in the backwards hat? Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking at the picture right now. He's the... I mean, it looks like you guys are having a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's Kabir, right, that's Kabir at the top right there in the jean jacket. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, I mean, everyone was... Everyone appears to be having fun. Maybe uh, you guys are masking your... Oh, it was very... Your true feelings. Very interesting. Yeah, well, look at this picture with Kabir. Look at him. He's like, why am I fucking here right now? Okay, yeah, he's in the back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? One of the workers? This. So this is the guy that, quote unquote, owned it, bro. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like I shouldn't have shouted out their name on this podcast because now I'm going to like, it's going to get back to them. I'm going to get shot or something, dude. Like, Yeah, be careful. I know. No, it was it was fun, though. Like it was definitely a learning experience for sure. Yeah, like that. Well, in that, all facets. As, lo- as long, yeah, you know what? As long as you got something out of it, if it's a learning, be it a learning experience, be it, oh, this was an awesome weekend. Yeah, as long as you got something out of it and learned from it, that's yeah. That and so then, yeah. like four days later, it says due to new ownership, we are did we have to cancel the Valentine's Day show? And then there's just never that was the last post. That ever. was the last post. Wow, ever. But yeah, it's still an active page. Somehow, yeah, <laughs> still follows me. <laughs> like, it's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> still follows me. That is, yeah, that's that's a classic. Just comedy story. Yeah, that's just one of those. All right, let's hear one, one of, of yours, things. man. I mean. Like, when I, you hear the word hell gig, like, what's the first gig that pops into your head? Uh, I mean, we just doing a lot of, uh, I mean, my time in Chicago, I never had anything like that. I'm thinking, oh, this this was my worst. Was, <laughs> okay. uh, I did a VFW hall in, uh, what is that city? I'm going to look it up real quick. I'll find it. It's right on the border of Arizona and California. What, Phoenix? Give me uh no, no, no. It's right on the border. Is it in California or it, Arizona? It, yeah, it's still in California. I'll find it. It's right off the 10. This guy doesn't even Google it. He literally opened up his map and he's zooming around on yeah. his fucking map. Well, no, because I'm not going to... I, I don't know. I don't remember the name. So, yeah, here we go. Here's the 10. Dude, yes. See, I found it. Blythe. Oh yes, I stopped there for Popeyes when I was driving out here. Yeah, it's right up. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it was a Valentine's Day show. <laughs> In uh, Blythe. All right. Yeah, packed room. Yeah, it was like a Sunday. It was Valentine's Day, and I was with my friend. And yeah, that that was like one of the gigs that I just remember. Like that sticks out is like, wow, this was this was really bad for me. Just. But bomb, just bombed my balls off. <laughs> um, yeah, VFW, and were they all veterans? Blythe, yeah, it was like veterans and their families. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like in this ballroom, and there was just no relating whatsoever. So that was bad. Well, I had another thing too happen where <laughs> I got like fired from hosting during a weekend. I did, uh, this was at, this was about, yeah, this was like four years ago now. Um, yeah, this was like, yeah, it was Memorial, yeah, it was like Memorial Day weekend, 2018. This was at the Improv in, uh, in Lake Tahoe. 
so uh, if you're familiar with Lake Tahoe, right? I've been one time. It's uh, so they have an improv in Harvey's, one of the hotels there. Uh huh. So I did a weekend there hosting, and <laughs> and it was a long week. It was it was like Wednesday through Sunday, and then by Friday, the I, well, I was bombing a lot. I oh, like really? I, as a host, I'm not a great host. I don't really <laughs> yeah. have hosting energy. Right. But like the casino director who was at, he was at the early Friday show. Or I made it halfway through the weekend because we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then two shows Saturday, one Sunday. And then he was at the early, he was at the Friday show and I guess contacted the people at the improv in LA because they're the ones that booked me on it. And they're like, this guy can't host anymore. Um, so like they didn't even know what to do. So then they like my friend Ken Gar, who was Oh yeah. You know Ken? Yeah. He was the feature and Francisco Ramos <laughs> was the headliner. You probably know him too. Yeah. So Ken would do did like <laughs> so what they did was they still gave me time because I was doing like fifteen. Ken would do like twenty, twenty five up top, then I would just do seven in the middle. <laughs> and then Francisco headlined the rest of the weekend. So yeah, that was uh, that was another like awful comedy experience for me. Do you yeah, know, that was kind of the most like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you know Patrick Butcher? He's I like don't think so. Old, he's like an old old timer, bro, from like New York, but he like lives in Orange County now, and he ran an open mic in like Long Beach like every Saturday. Um, but he's like he's been doing comedy for like forever. Yeah, uh, he was telling me about this gig it's because he would always be like you think you you think you know about fucking bombing like yeah let me tell you this fucking story and he told me this story about how he was doing a cruise ship in like the 80s uh oh yeah i would never do cruise ships people still do them but yeah he was doing a cruise ship in the 80s they were supposed to be going to like the bahamas or somewhere right yeah it was night one he like eats a dick like on the show just eats cock and they fucking fired him yeah it and they, they 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 fired him <laughs> night one, and so he gets woke. He said he got woken up at like four in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "Hey, you're fucking fired. Here's like here's the money for that one show. Wow, there's a helicopter here that's gonna take you. No off. way. I was gonna say, yeah. What do you have to take a ferry to the they, mainland? Yeah, they helicoptered him. They didn't helicopter him anywhere. They helicoptered him to the nearest mainland, which was like so he got helicoptered to like the Dominican Republic. And they were like, good luck. So Did he, he have to p- make his way back on his own? Yeah. No. That's... So he's like, you think you know about bombing? No, yeah. See, I mean, that's a horror story. I mean, how is that? <laughs> I mean, you got to at least take the guy back to where where was he living was the at the time? 80s, bro. I don't know. It was like that's the... messed up. Dude. Well, we're treated like we're like circus acts, yeah. dude. They don't. We're not people to these people, you know. They're like, yeah, here's the I here's mean, hundred dollars. I mean, here's the thing too is like with my experience. So yeah, there were shows Wednesday, Thursday that I completely bombed at. Well, because also like you do a casino. Have you ever done a casino? I've not. Casinos are the worst comedy shows because it's all it's all older married couples. Duh. So unless you have material about like divorce or marriage. You, they're just gonna stare at you, and they want the show to be about them. Right. Um. So I I wasn't I didn't relate on anything. So Wednesday Thursday I got dead silence, complete silence, both shows. And Friday the show the guy was at I actually did pretty good, 
So that's why I was pissed too. I was like, oh, okay, really? I, I was like, I did okay tonight. I, I no, it probably wasn't good, but I was like, I did okay right. tonight. So I'm like, well, why, this guy's getting rid of me now. He should have been at the Wednesday show. <laughs> but yeah, no comedy. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, but yeah, that was that was weird. Getting like demoted from hosting. Yeah, that <laughs> it's like the lowest already. Yeah, so. But I didn't. I didn't let that uh, destroy me. No. I well, kept, I kept going. So it was funny. So you know Grant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him in so long, but yeah, I know him. Uh, a couple. Uh, so a few years ago or whatever. Uh, so he was. So I saw him at the Irvine Improv before I even did comedy or whatever. And so this is when I was like, you know, I was going to shows. I was very curious about. I knew I wanted to do it. I yeah, didn't know so what you're just to checking do. it out. And yeah. so I, 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 like, I talked to him after the show, like out front of the Irvine Improv. And he was like, oh, like, you know, open mics, this and that, whatever. Uh, and so, you know, he's from Orange County. Like, he started in Orange County. So he told me, you know, hit up the cast man or whatever. Yeah, and you, were, so, you were picking his brain about getting yeah. started and stuff. Yeah. And so I get started, you know, we were in contact online. Uh, you know, I started grinding, like, really fucking hard. And he told me, he was like, hey, man, like, if you keep, you know, you keep working hard, like, in two years from now, I'll have you, you know, let I'll let you open for me at the improv. And then, like, I, was, I opened for me at the improv, like, three months later. Oh, all, all that cr- oh, yeah. already. Okay, yeah. that's all. And <laughs> it was a quick two years. Yeah, but it was just I worked that hard, and I guess I just you know had it or whatever. Yeah, uh, and but and he was, had seen you like yeah. So I performed at Gallagher's on one of the nights that he uh, he was headlining, and so Cass, I asked Cass to put me on that show. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and he did. Uh, and I had a really good set. Yeah. Uh, nice. So he's like, oh shit, but and I don't even know if he saw it, but he had a friend that was there. And there, you know, there's leave. You see the set list there. There's like ten comics. Oh, that's from the that night. No, it's from a different night. Okay, that's yeah. from a different night. But there's ten comics that would go up first. Right. And his friend, I guess, was like quoting jokes of mine, and was what like. So I guess I made an impression or whatever. Nice. But yeah. Man. Anyway, so I'm doing. Uh, so I end up. I think it was. I don't know. I think I've. I've opened from there like two or three times or one or two. I don't know. It's definitely been two because the second time he hits me up and he's like, hey. Do you want to open for me or whatever? Because it was like they, some some fallouts. So they're like, hey, can you fucking fill this spot? So he's like, he had he hit me up and he's like, can you get people out to the show this time? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like whatever. And he's like, do you have a buddy of yours that like lives in town that could like get people out to the show? That's funny. And I was like, yeah. And so I hit up this guy, uh, this dude. I don't want to say his name because it's embarrassing for him. Uh, well, he actually doesn't even do comedy anymore because of this. Uh, oh no way! That's really? why when you said I kept going or whatever, I uh, immediately that, that sucks. I feel bad. Immediately for, thought of this for the guy. Then yeah, uh, that but him stop. That sucks. And so, uh, you know, he he tinkled around here and there, and now I don't think he does it anymore. But yeah. he's still he's still cool. Uh, but so I got connected with the comedy juice guys through this guy. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so comedy collective. Yeah. So I felt you know like I owed this guy one. And so when Grant was like, hey, do you have someone else that could fucking fill, a, you know, seven, you know, get some people out? And I was like, yeah, I know the perfect guy or whatever. So I hit up my buddy and he's like, yeah, dude, I got you or whatever. And so, to you know, host? No, he wasn't hosting. Uh, do like a guest spot kind of yeah, thing? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he, uh, so me and Grant are behind, you've done the Irvine Improv, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know that curtain and then you walk on the stage and there's like chairs behind it? Yeah. We were sitting in those chairs while my buddy was like on stage and he, like, it was the worst bomb I've ever seen and the worst bomb I think, there was 400 people, bro. Like It was like almost sold out. Like 400 people 
packed out, like packed the fuck out. I've bombed in that room. Really? Yeah. And but this was like, like worse than bombing because he would like say something, mess it up, backtrack, and then laugh at himself to dead silence. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like I can't describe it. Like my buddy. Uh, Dom was in the crowd who's a comic and he was like, dude, I almost had to like leave because I like it almost crushed my soul like watching it. And I'll never forget. Like I was standing up, you know, with my phone about to, you know, audio memage put, put in my fucking pocket or whatever. And yeah. Grant looked up at me and he was like, it's your fucking buddy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's bad for you. Yeah. Man. And I was like, fuck. And he was like, you gonna you gonna eat shit like him? And I was like, nah, man. And then I went up there, had one of the best sets of my life. I still use that tape on like my press kit. Oh, good. Yeah. There you and go. so uh thankfully, dude, but yeah, yeah I bombed one night at that club. Well, I, I was it wasn't what really, happened. Well, it was I, I was opening I was hosting for Bobby Lee. This was like this was and this wasn't even that long ago. This was twenty. This was February or no, late January, mid to late January, twenty twenty. Oh, okay. So right before, right COVID, before the pandemic. Yeah. So we were eating. It was two shows: Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. So in between Friday night shows, we went to eat, and we were eating. Bobby thought. The second show, he thought we had more time. He thought it started like a half hour later than it actually started. <laughs> so we're sitting down eating, and like one of the managers at the club comes and gets us. He's like, hey, guys, what are you doing? The show's about to start. So like I'm sitting there eating, <laughs> and I basically had to come from the whatever restaurant it was right next door and then just go straight on stage. So I'm like, all, <laughs> so I'm just like all frazzled. Like I, I, I was like, I was like, yeah, completely just not present. It was like a it was like a nightmare. It was like you're in a room and then you just go and then I was just in front of a packed house. Yeah. And I just like I, I just couldn't get present. And it was also yeah, also Friday late show, you know, it was yeah. you're dealing with the drunk Everybody's ass hammered. crowd. Yeah. yeah. So I just yeah, that was that was bad. But uh, but I don't I don't bomb anymore. I don't uh You don't I, think you bomb anymore? Not in front of real crowds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to <laughs> I'll go to Mike's or whatever and go do his stupid bar in front of a few comics. But yeah, no, like I'll have jokes that don't work. But yeah, I mean, that's like the last set in front of like real people that I can remember. Like, oh, like just eating just it, just eating it. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of a time that I ate cock in front of a real crowd for like a full set. But that fucking theater gig that was last month, uh, I was doing fucking 30 at this theater in this small town in Texas, Kerrville, Texas, and everybody there was, like, old as fuck. Yeah, you can't relate. Yeah, yeah everybody there was old as fuck, and then there was some young people in there, uh, but, like, and it's also, like, backwards Texas, like, fucking, like, like rednecks, like, yeah. fucking, like, total hick town, and, uh, dude, I do my first 20, and I'm having a, a really good set because it's, you know, stuff about my – everybody has families. I'm doing jokes about my family. I'm jo joking about my mom and AA, which always works, well, like whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like that stuff – all the stuff that always works, works. Tw 20 minutes in, I'm having a great set. I do this new-ish joke that's been working, uh, and uh, it's basically a, a joke about – you know the show Beyond Scared Straight? I don't think, I mean, yeah, yeah. The prison show, I, I they'll, say, yeah, they'll yeah. bring like troubled teens in and show them what prison's like. Oh, yes, yes. And so I do this joke about, and I think it's hilarious, and it's been working, and it's worked ever since too, uh, about how 
Like you'll watch an hour. The show's an hour. You watch the full thing, and then at the end they'll give you like an update on the kids. Yeah. And it's like Jamal is back to stealing. You're just like, well, the show didn't. F- I just wasted my fucking time then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I do this joke about how I think that it would make the show so much better, so much more effective if like they could fuck the kids, like while they were in prison. And so I do this act out where I'm like, you know, if they they wouldn't show it, they would just like go behind a closed door. And then, like, five minutes later, Jamarcus would, like, come out with, like, come on his face and just be like, I'll, I'll never steal again. You did an act out of that? Yeah, yeah that, just, like, they just, didn't like just that. wiping, yeah, like, wiping come on my face, off my face, being like, I'll never steal again. Yeah, that's not going to work. It was, yeah. bro, when I say silence, bro, like, fucking silence. You don't think you've bombed in front of a real crowd, a whole set? Though I can't remember. I know oh, I have. Well, that's good. I just okay, can't, I'm, I just, okay, no, I know good. I have. No, I know I have. <laughs> no, that's I just can't good remember. That you don't remember. I don't block, have like a story. Block it out. Yeah. Block it out. Yeah. <laughs> but the last the last 10 minutes of that set was just silence. Yeah. Bro. Like, the worst silence ever. I, you know what? I can sit in silence. I'd rather have that than get heckled or people say something. I like getting heckled. Like if it's something really, and I, I, you know, you can shut it down real quick and then it's good. I'm pretty quick with the thing, but like. Yeah. There's nothing worse than someone heckling, and then like the the you know it's all about being fast and confident. Sure. And then the you know I've had it happen a couple times where like what I say is like just kind of weak. Yeah. And then they side with that guy. And they win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to lose to the heckler. Yeah. <laughs> then your whole set and, and your whole set's out. You might as well just walk off stage and have the heckler get a big laugh. Yeah. You might as well just walk off stage. Uh, you lost the crowd. It's right. over. Right. Yeah. That's it's over. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what comics need to do at that point. Yeah, if, if the heckler wins, yeah. Just, walk off just stage, walk right? Off. It's over. Unless you're getting paid. Get them next time, yeah. Unless you're getting paid and you have to fill your time. Yeah, if you agreed to do <laughs> a certain amount of time, yeah. But that was, yeah, that was last month, and that was, I'll I'll never forget that feeling. Those last 10 minutes of just, because it, yeah. like, it was so, it, I was confused as, like, I knew why they didn't like it, because they were talking about kids getting fucked, and then I almost like riffed on it's like well you know i'm talking about black kids you don't like them anyway but i just was like well this other didn't work this that for yeah, sure is not gonna work you didn't say that or i did, did not yeah i, did I was not. gonna say i wouldn't have doubled down yeah on that. no yeah. not with these old people yeah and but it was funny because afterwards like i was gonna kill myself dude like i was in the green room afterwards like, ah you're that man no I mean, no i was i was upset yeah you know but i wasn't like i wasn't actually gonna kill myself no no uh, yeah but after the show you know i you know the whole Norm McDonald thing where whether you bomb or kill, you go out front and meet everybody anyway. Uh, and so I was out front and like the young people were coming up and like taking pictures with me and they're like, dude, you were fucking hilarious. No, that's and the shit. thing. You'll have sets like that where you feel like you didn't do so well, but then yeah. you'll have people still say good things to you afterwards. So. And most of the time I think it's bullshit, but then these people were like asking for like pictures and shit. And I was like, okay, well yeah, no, that's, they actually mean it. No, they do. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Cause if they didn't mean it, they wouldn't say anything. Right. They, I got invited out. Walk away. Yeah. They were like, dude, what are you doing after this? And this like group of young people that the, that were at the show, I went with them to this fucking local bar or whatever. And so I was like, okay, yeah, these guys always, actually wanted to hang out. They, yeah. they enjoyed my shit. It wasn't for my shit. Just wasn't for those old people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, well, and then the thing too is you'll do shows too where, like, some crowds, some people are like afraid to laugh. Yeah. Like they're enjoying it, and they're into it. Like I'll do that with like Chad and JT. You know the guys that yeah. I yeah. go on the road with. Like they're because their their audience is like a big podcast audience. Mm. So a lot of the people that come out to their stand up shows are, aren't used to being at stand up shows. Oh, really? They're used to, like, just listening. Yeah, they're not, um, 
yeah, I, for whatever reason, they get uh, like this newer audience. Uh, well, yeah, because they're mostly like younger, like mm-hmm. college age. Yeah, because like when you're college age, you're typically not. You haven't really been to a stand-up show yet. Right. So, like, they'll be sitting there enjoying it. Like, they're not they're not really laughing that loud, but, like, they're kind of giggling to themselves or right. whatever. And But they're still having fun. Like, I, I did a show here in Austin where people were, like, <laughs> like, a couple comics were gossiping, like, like, saying, like, I had a bad set. I did this show, um... At uh, one of the venues here, name um, it, uh, Spider House Ballroom. Okay, and like one comic told this other comic, and he was like, "Oh, I, hey, I heard you had like a bad set over there." I was like, "What?" Because like I, it was a show where it was like a showcase. I went like there was like ten comics on the show, and sure. I went last. Oh, damn. which is fine. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, so it was like an hour and a half, two hours into the show, like I got like a. I did fine. I got like a decent amount of chuckles and then like a good amount of people coming up to me afterwards, like saying how much they enjoyed it. Right. This and that. So it's like the crowd's not always going to be losing their shit, like belly laughs, but they're still having fun. But it was funny because while these young people are like taking pictures of me and talking to me and shit, uh, like the old people, a couple old people would walk by and stop and be like, you did all right. <laughs> and keep walking. You gotta like, you appreciate to, the honesty. You yeah. don't have to stop, dude. You just keep walking. Yeah. You know, like yeah. You don't it, have to say anything. Yeah. It was really funny. You, I'll never forget the dudes. What you did all right and just kept going. I was like, you motherfucker, dude. I'm that's, having. That's I, I finally pulled myself out of the depths of suicide here, and you're gonna try and put me back in, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, but, it's better to say nothing than you did all right. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is fun. So I just did uh, this like mini tour. Uh, this like so I headlined in you know a couple shows in California, Oregon, Seattle, uh, this club in Seattle, and then we came back and I brought uh, Don Pierno and Rafael de Camargo, and so we did all the shows in town and then we went on the road and it was really fucking funny because San Francisco we did two shows in San Francisco and uh, it was it was actually the best part is that I had good sets, every every show we did I had a good set, uh, people were there to see me whatever I was headlining whatever yeah and then. Uh, they would flip flop featuring, you know, and then opening. Yeah, those so, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so in San Francisco, Dom bombed, and then Raphael had a really good set. And so after the show, everybody's fucking, oh, dude, you guys were great, whatever. And then Dom's like, let's get the fuck out of here. This sucks dick. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, because he didn't do good. Yeah. And then we go to, we do the shows in Oregon, and we all do good. And then we go to Seattle, the club in Seattle, and uh, Raph. Raphael, he bombs. <laughs> and, and But this was the worst one because now we have like an 18-hour straight drive back down. Oh, so now he's got to think about that. So that like, was the last show? That was the last oh, show on the run. Sucks. yeah. And uh, But the best part was it was at the very end, and he'll never forget. I'll never forget it. He'll never forget it. We're lined up out. We're like up towards the door. I'm still drinking. I'm drinking for free, whatever. And, uh, you know, everybody's coming up, taking pictures, whatever. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, it goes me. Dom's in the middle, then Raphael, and people would be like, oh, you did great, whatever, take a picture with me. Oh, you did great, shake Dom's hand. And they would look at Raph, 
not say anything and just walk past him. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> they would look. They would look at him, pause, like they were gonna say something. Yeah. Just couldn't think of the words, and then would just walk past him. And it wasn't just one or two people. It was like half the crowd. Oh, and I man. was like, dude, I don't know how you're gonna make it, but you're not gonna hear the end of it from me. So you better toughen up. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean dude. that's you just have to. Yeah, you just have to. I don't know. You just swallow that pill. So to speak, he handled it well. But yeah, it was, he was like, I, he was like, I fucking hate Seattle. I'm never coming back. Like all that shit, dude. Yeah, that's that's a. I mean, it's 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 a learning experience again. Yeah. yeah. He actually works at the comedy store in La Jolla now, Raphael. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah he's good. a door guy there. Nice. Yeah. So he's he's staying at it. He's grinding. Yep. Yep. Good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but that was fucking. That that have you? What's the longest drive you've done? Ever like not even just for comedy like straight shotted longest drive ever. Oh, uh, when I moved to L.A., Chicago to L.A. What's that like 30, 30 hours? Oh, you, oh, you mean straight? Yeah, just straight outside. Yeah, I mean one a lay one of those legs. I would do like twelve hour legs. Oh, that's nothing. No, twelve hours straight. That's a lot. I've done that. You're alone. driving more than who's driving more than that in a car by themselves? I, I was by myself. I've done that by myself. I drove I've driven from, from Chicago here to, to LA. I drove from Chicago to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa to uh, Albuquerque, New what? Mexico. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't that? Isn't Oklahoma like out of the fucking you, you way? You take the southern route. Why? Because that was because I did it in the winter. That was the advice. Because oh. then you're not like driving through mountains. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I've never. I I still haven't been to Chicago. Oh, I'm, really? Yeah, no. Man, I've never been like up north. It's a great city. My goal personally and professionally is to headline uh in all 50 states before I turn 30. Oh, I mean, if you can do that, that'd be something, man. Yeah, that's like like, like it's got to be done. And by get... he- and by like headline, I don't mean like some bar show in Idaho. Well, it might have yeah. to be. I want what, it to be real, dude. What, what do they got in Alaska? I don't know. They have, uh, <laughs> you know, Alex Hooper just came back. And he did a sh- he did a show and he did uh, a run in Alaska. They, he they, did. They have, you know, they have Juno. They have Anchorage. They yeah, have, yeah. They, they have got stuff some big out there, cities, bro. Yeah, yeah. But they got they got some clubs. Yeah, uh, he just did a theater there, and it was like packed out. Nice. It was one of the. It's one of those. Uh, one of those where like the town's small enough to where they don't have anything else. So it's like, you know, every Saturday night there's a new headlining that's comedian. That's the event, yeah. So, you know, the town shows up. Well, that's fun. But, um, yeah, dude, um, it's, um, so I've never been to Pennsylvania or Philly. I've been to New York and Boston and shit like that. But like, so I'm doing, uh, I'm headlining the Harrisburg Comedy Zone nice. in September and flying into New York City and then we're doing shows in New York City and then renting a car and going to do those the weekend there. Nice. And so it's like, but that's going to be the first time. So we're going to stop in Philadelphia, do the food thing, see the Liberty Bell or whatever. I'm fucking super excited. Like, have you been to Philadelphia? No, I, I, I haven't spent a lot of time on the East Coast either. Oh, okay, cool. I've been yeah. a, lot, a lot of Midwest and West. Yeah, I went to, uh, with Chad and JT, I just did Arlington, Virginia with them. And that was my first time in that area. Like, out east, I've only been in New York City and then, like, Miami and Florida. Like, I've only been in New York and Florida. Yeah. So, east coast, yeah, I've never been to Boston, never been to Philadelphia, anything, Carolinas, none of that. Yeah. So, yeah, Arlington and D.C., that was my first time there. I've been to, I've been to, 
like New- I've never been to New York City, but I've been to, like I've been to New York State. Oh, I, you haven't been to the city. I haven't oh, been to New York yeah. City. You gotta get there because I went to Cooperstown. I went to the Hall of Fame. The oh yeah, Hall of Fame, okay, which was super fucking cool. Uh, but that's like way up north, right? It's like you know in the middle of nowhere. And then I went to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Where's that? I don't even remember. Yeah, it was I can't one of those. Remember, yeah. Every summer for his for his birthday, my stepdad wanted to go on road trips. And eventually we saw everything throughout my, you know, he adopted me when I was like eight. So from like age eight until when I moved out every summer. we So eventually we drove to everywhere that was drivable that he wanted to see. So then we flew, we would fly to places and then rent a car and yeah. then road trip. Oh, road trip. Yeah, yeah. Out. So you're not up. driving cross country. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I saw the Baseball Hall of Fame. I went and I saw another goal of mine that has nothing to do with stand-up is I want to see the Angels play. In all, you know, thirty baseball stadiums. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I always I like going to new stadiums for sports. So cool, dude. It's a fun, yeah. So I've seen the Angels. I saw the Angels play in Fenway, which was that's awesome. By far the best baseball stadium. Like it's yeah, insane. I, yeah. I got to check that out. Have you've been to Wrigley though, right? Yeah, I've been to Wrigley. Yeah, I've been to a decent amount of baseball stadiums. Yeah, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to Guaranteed Rate Field, which White is Sox. where the White Sox yeah. play now. I've been to Miller Park. Uh, is it called AT and T Park still in San Francisco? I've been there. Oh yeah, it's. I think it might be like Oracle something now. Yeah, like but I've been there. Whatever, yeah. the, wherever the San Francisco Giants play, I've been to uh, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, it's Angel just, Stadium. I like Angel Stadium a lot. Angel Stadium's, Angel Stadium's great, fun. Bro. Angel Stadium's great. Yeah, I like Angel Stadium. I've been to Coors Field. Angel Stadium's um, actually was just ranked. It's Denver. been ranked number one in fan experience. Or whatever it is, it's a fun time at that outfield, and yeah, I like it. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of beer there. You were just seeing whatever any teams. I saw no. I went and to um, see the Cubs specifically. The Cubs open the Cubs opening weekend. They played the Angels one year in Anaheim. Yeah, I want to say yeah, not well, maybe six seven years ago. Yeah, they opened up against the Angels in Anaheim. Yeah, I might have. I think I went to opening day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's fun. Yeah, I've seen the Angels play in Boston, Arizona, Los Angeles, Anaheim, uh, San Diego, um, and uh, Arlington, Houston, um, and then what's dope about the so I'm headlining the Columbus Comedy Zone on uh, July 21st, and I specifically requested that date with the agent because uh, on the 22nd the Angels are playing in Atlanta. And it's an hour away, so me and Brandon we're gonna go okay. see the Angels play. Columbus, what? It's south where? Georgia. Oh, Colum- is Columbus, Columbus, Georgia. Georgia? Columbia, Georgia. Colum- Columbus, Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. Okay, so and it's so close to Atlanta. All right. The next day we're gonna go see the Angels play the Braves. Yeah, in that's fun. This is gonna be super sick. I've heard that stadium's like awesome. Dude. Yeah, I bet it. Yeah, I want to go to more stadiums. So yeah, I want to. So I try to. I build. Like I'm going and I'm headlining in Seattle again later in the year, like in August, to go see. And then the next day, I or no, the same day, I see the Angels play uh, the Mariners. That's during, funny you line like it up a, like that. I try, I try my best because yeah, like I might as well knock out both fun. goals at yeah, once. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good stuff. Might as well if like you know the dates available. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, it's, a great, it. I, it's a great idea because then you have an activity in your downtime. There's nothing worse than being in some random ass city. Yeah. Just fucking nothing to do. Right. We just go hang out at the Starbucks for twelve hours. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a good thing to do. It's good planning. You you want to visit all fifty states? 
I would love to, yeah. I, I, yeah, there's a lot more to this country that I haven't seen. I mean, I've been to a good amount of states, but there's still a ton I haven't seen. Like, I'd love to see, like, that area of, like, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. I'd what love to see fuck? that part of the country. What, you haven't, you've been there? Yeah, it's just, there's nothing there. I, well, I'd, I'd love to see it. Montana's got some nice cities. Idaho might as well be Nebraska. I mean, I'd love to check out, like, the Carolinas, like especially, like, South Carolina, like, on the beach over there. Um, New Orleans would be fun to check out. You've never been to New Orleans? No. Oh, man. Utah. And then yeah, and then East you can't, Coast, you can't, like Boston. Yeah, I, I got there's a there's a decent amount of this of the U.S. You can't say I want to see New Orleans and then directly say Utah. Well, it's they the got fuck? nice nice national parks there and stuff. Zion, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, New Orleans is fucking kick ass. Yeah, we, uh, we stopped on the way when I took Andrew to Florida. Uh, I'm very I'm very notorious for like you have to like if if like if we ever go on the road, you got to look up where we're going because I will convince you to stop somewhere to try some food or something <laughs> that's definitely not on the way, but I'll make it seem like it's on the way. So like the same thing. So I took Andrew Tar to Florida and we did that gig. And on the way back, I was like, Hey, let's stop at this restaurant in new Orleans. And he's like, is that on the way? And I was like, yeah, dude. And I was like, come on, we're in Florida. We got to go to Texas. It's on the fucking way. It's totally it not. Makes, on- it makes sense. Like it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally, you got to go down. Why, low it's a place to- that you knew about or my buddy's college roommate owns it. It's oh, all right. Cleese's Cleese's in new Orleans. It's this crawfish restaurant. Yeah. And it sounds was, sounds nice. It was really fucking good, except it added like five hours to our trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. And he was not happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> driving. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a lot of drive. Was he driving? Uh, well, we, the, well, so here's the thing I straight shot at us. So it was supposed to be my buddy Dom was supposed to open for me. It was actually a wild thing. Cause it was, uh, it's a long kind of whatever. I got connected with these, you know, bookers and I got, they gave me that show as a, the, the agency gave me that show as an audition. Uh, and then, um, they put people in the crowd and I had a great set. And so now I'm doing, you know, the, you know the theaters in Kerrville and oh yeah, Col- so the Columbus other stuff. and yeah. uh, Harrisburg. So now you know I'm at the bottom of the I'm on their roster now, but you know I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. I got to work my way up. Uh, but you know the fact that I'm still able to you know headline these sold out shows. Where, yeah, it's yeah, and it's get fun. paid for that. Yeah, like it's it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, uh, it's man, a, it's a dream, dude. And um, and so this guy Dom was supposed to be you know. He would open for me on all the shows they do, and even when I wasn't headlining, I'd ask for him to get a guest spot so that we could ride together and shit. And most of the time, people are like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, and so he was supposed to feature for me this weekend, which is supposed to be, you know, the biggest weekend of our entire fucking lives. Yeah, you know, like this is like life changing opportunity. Well, he's in L.A. or Orange he's still County. In Orange County. Okay, but yeah. he'll come and meet you at so these he's places. Fly, he's yeah. Fl- so he bought a flight. He was going to fly here to Austin and drive with me to Fort Walton yeah. Beach, Florida. So what happened? Dude, I'm taking a nap. All my shit's packed, ready to go. I just got to pick him up at midnight and drive there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, so, like, I get a couple texts. He's like, hey, call me when you can, which is also not a fucking call me when you can thing. You better spam my phone, motherfucker, until I pick up because it's like, you know, I call him, and he's like, oh, dude, like, something with work, this and that. Like, I can't make it. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, really, dude? Like, like an hour before his flight bails on Well, me. that's wild, yeah. And so I was like, now i got to find fucking, not only are you not coming, now I have to find someone in Austin that's even capable of doing 20 minutes, 
let alone is funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, dude, like, I called up Andrew, and he was like, like, let me see if I can, like, make something work. Calls me back. I can. And I was like, and he's like, when do we leave? And I was like, now. Like, we, <laughs> like we're leaving right now. Yeah. And so I picked him up, and we fucking went. And he had, a like, 20, like, like I think in his 20-minute set, one joke didn't work. Yeah, Andrew's great. Yeah. He killed. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I went up and had a great set, and it was fucking... I get a call the next day on the way back. We stopped in some buttfuck town to get some KFC before we went to New Orleans. And uh, the guy who got me connected with them calls me. And he was like, hey, man, like, I don't know if the guys reached out to you yet, but I just wanted to let you know that I had people in the crowd and they had people in the crowd, you know, to observe you. And you fucking smash like you're in. And nice, I was like, nice. what do you mean? He was like, like, you're fucking in, bro. And I was like, no fucking way. And so the yeah, guy, congratulations. E- the guy emailed me. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. I still don't really know how to like interact with, you know, like this dude's been, you know, he's a he's the head agent at the for East Coast Entertainment. Like I don't know what the fuck to say to this guy. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know how formal my email should be. Yeah, I've never met this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Right. And so uh, the guy emailed me or whatever, and I told him that my goal was to headline in all 50 states before I turned 30. Uh, and he didn't say anything about that. He only responded with dates. That's fine. And I was like, yeah. dude, yeah, I was like, that's the best response. I was like, dude, that's <laughs> fucking, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, so. that means, yeah, hey, I want to do a lot of comedy when you say when yeah. you say that. Yeah, so he's yeah. like, yeah, here's the so dates. But, and were they in all different states? Yeah, so yeah, oh, yeah. so See, Columbus, He's, he's helping you uh, yeah. fulfill your dreams. But yeah, it's fucking. It, it's cool though. I think I'm. I'm definitely the youngest guy on the roster. I mean, I'm only. I'm only 25. Yeah, that's great to be doing that. But yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's super fun. And as you know, more opportunities come, come along. It's like you know, it's like you said, it's all learning experience. It's all yeah, learn shit from the last night and shit. And so yeah, yeah, it is. It is funny when you hear people that are like, I never bomb. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, what are you fucking yeah, talking about? Yeah, everyone does. Uh, you haven't done comedy then if you haven't <laughs> bombed. I like, <laughs> I almost like bombing in a weird way. Well, yeah, you, well, because you learn from it. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's, yeah, it's just like in anything, you're good. There, it's, it's, it's mistakes. It's making a mistake. There's always mistakes made. In whatever walk of life you're in, so yeah. Who was it? It was uh, it was either, ah, shit. I think it was George Carlin that said. I that, know Patrice O'Neill talked about bombings too, but what were you? I think at? I think Carlin said that uh, killing, like when you're a comedian, and you're killing. It's like kind of like jerking off, like it feels good, you know, like it, you know you, you get the job done. Yeah. But like bombing is that's where you really you don't learn anything from jerking off really. Like you, you learn from like getting in there and bombing. Yeah. Like that's yeah. where you learn, you know, and that's seriously like when you fucking listen back to your sets and shit and you're like listening when you have like a good set, it's like, like if I do that AA joke about my mom, I've been doing that for, you know, five years now, four years now, like whatever. It's like, I know that it works. I know how I say it. I yeah. Could, I could take a year off, do that joke and it'll still fucking work just because I know the timing is perfect. But then, you know, you do new shit and it eats a dick and you listen back to it multiple, multiple, multiple times. And you're like, OK, if I say a, a, one word differently, this one way. Or yeah, you, it, you learn, you know what not to do and you know how, how to, you know, what you got to do to fix it. Yeah. Very weird. So, yeah. You think comedy is a science? <laughs> uh, I've never heard it described as that. It's typically described as an art form, but. 
I think it's yeah, a there science. could be a science to it. Yeah, because there's a lot of different levels to it. It's not just being funny. There's a way to do it. Yeah, stand up is. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you can say it's science. Because I mean, what's the definition yeah. of science? You have to have a uh, a hypothesis. So I, my hypothesis, I think that this joke is funny, or I think that this joke is gonna land, and then you know. Sorry, I dropped you're my fine. cup. You do the experiment. Yeah. You go out there and you try it, and then you fix it, and then you go out and you try it again. I think that's why it's like, by definition, it's a science. Yeah, I'll go along with that. I've never heard it stated that way. <laughs> Comedy is a science, but it is. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Fuck. I had a good question, and I totally forgot it. I haven't eaten all day, so these two beers are like, Yeah, I'm hungry. Up. Yeah, after this, I, I have to eat. We'll wrap it up in a sec if I could think of this goddamn question. Well, then I'll just hit you with a basic. Like, what what are your goals? Uh, what with comedy? Anything? I mean, I want. I mean, I just my podcast keeps growing. Oh, dude, you didn't and, plug this uh, earlier. We could have fucking. Oh, it's okay. Seamlessly brought up Joe Code. Joe Code podcast. Yeah, it, it's it's going well. The numbers keep going up, and I just want that to be uh, a huge success for me. And then uh, you do that fully solo. Yeah. I have uh, my producer, Gary. <laughs> Love that guy, Do you know guy, Gary bro? Faust? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been Gary's on the podcast. Great. He's crazy. Oh, he's dude. been on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, he is crazy. He's crazy, dude. Well, yeah, he's great at what he does, and he's yeah. uh, he's a good uh, like guy I can bounce off of on my podcast. People like our, uh, our he's chemistry. He's crazy, but funny as fuck. Yeah, he does. Uh, him and I are good a good pair and uh yeah that's going well and then yeah i'm doing a lot of these cities with chad and jt yeah i just want to do stand up every weekend and <laughs> and do my podcast like my my ideal thing would be to do weekends for like 9 months out of the year nice and and, <laughs> and then make enough money you know, with stand up in my podcast, and then just like take three months off a year and just do whatever. Really? That would that would be ideal for you me. You wouldn't yeah. start like itching, wanting to get back on stage. Um, I, no, because I, I mean, if I'm doing it every like like say you're doing it every weekend, doing like if like if you're doing two shows, like if you're doing five six shows a week, like long sets. I mean, yeah, and making yeah good money. I mean, you're going to want to hang out a little bit. I want to see my family. I have a family. Yeah. Galen. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to, yeah. Like that, for me right now, that's the the ideal thing. Like when I lived in L.A., it was like, oh, maybe I could be on this television show or be in this movie. But now I I just kind of like, like even leaving L.A., um, because my podcast is with all things comedy, Mm -hmm. you know, the company. Yeah. So, like, I was talking to the guy who runs it, and, you know, he didn't want me to leave L.A. He's just like, he's like, well, what do you want to do, Joe? I'm like, I want to do this podcast, and I want to do stand-up. And I'm like, yeah, that, like, uh, my goals kind of shifted. I was like, I like, I, like I'm like, out of Hollywood, do I want to be a part of this scene? Like, with these... Like I don't, you, like I don't want to go to the Oscars ever. That's not right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to be at any of these award shows. I don't want to be doing that kind of stuff. I'm like, right. I, I love stand up. 
I mean, I, I did like acting. I did act in some things. But, yeah, I love stand-up and I love doing my podcast. And whatever comes from that stuff, fine. But, yeah, that's my main focus. What if someone was, like, fucking lead role? Okay, instead, instead of that question, where do you put Napoleon Dynamite in your top lists of comedy movies all time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it has to be in the top 20 for sure. I have Napoleon Dynamite. Maybe top my, 10. I have it in my top five. I, I, could, I have it at five. Yeah, there's a still good argument five. for that for sure. I think I've rewatched Napoleon Dynamite like four times in the you last couple that, days. Five, what do you put ahead of that? Um, I just made the list because someone asked me. I the the Hangover, Step Brothers, um, Wedding Crashers, and then what was the fucking old hell? school? No, not old school. That which was a, that was a fucking funny movie. Old school's great. That's like me right now. I'm like the older guy who lives near the college campus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super bad. Yeah, I got. Oh that. yeah. The Hangover, Wedding Crashers, Superbad, Step Brothers, Napoleon Dynamite is my top five comedy movies. In that order, or just no, any order? Yeah, that's... but Napoleon Dynamite's five. Those other movies are funnier. Yeah, but... I mean, it's a good list. Yeah, what do you got? I'm not gonna argue with that. I mean, all, all those you, are what great. What would you switch out, and what would you put in its place in that list? I mean, I always enjoyed uh, uh, Kingpin. I don't think I've ever seen You've that. never seen Kingpin? What was that? That was like uh, mid-90s. Woody Harrelson. It was a bowling movie. Randy <laughs> Quaid. You, you, should, you should watch Kingpin. Yeah, I will tonight. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, I would... Yeah, Kingpin, I think, would have to be in there. Uh, what else? Yeah, because that's a movie that I'll laugh out loud by myself. Yeah. There's got to be more. It, it's hard for me to think of these things on the fly. Whenever people yeah. ask these kind of questions, yeah. I always blank. But Kingpin stood out. It's like who's your? It's like who's your favorite comedian? It's like well, there's fucking so many, and there's so many reasons why. Yeah, yeah. But who is your number one comedian? Yeah, like your main inspiration. Well, this is what I I've told people a lot. This my my favorite comedian. The guy who I've enjoyed, because I've worked at the comedy store, I've seen everybody. Yeah. The guy who I enjoy watching the most is Orny Adams. Really? Do you know who he is? Yeah. Brilliant. Really? The best comedian that I've watched. I don't think I've ever seen him live. I saw him on the movie Comedian where he got clowned on. Well, I mean, that was, I mean, that's like 20 years old. (laughs) I know. I mean, but yeah, no, he, yeah. He got done. Him. He got done dirty in that fucking yeah, that documentary, then, bro. Yeah, I Fuck. know. But yeah, I think he's made his way out of that. Yeah. Well, not in my eyes. No, I'm kidding. no, he's yeah, he's great. Every time that he would be at like the Irvine Improv, I would fucking something would come up and I couldn't go see him. But I have wanted to. You see You should have seen him. I want. I want to. I got fucking good old DT at number one, bro. Daniel Tosh. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. I I've only seen him. He never came to the comedy store. I saw him, I think, only once at the Improv. You saw him do an hour though? No, I I think he was just oh the on, Hollywood like, Improv. Showcase, yeah. yeah. Just like doing like maybe fifteen or something, maybe twenty. But yeah, I've seen him run his hour a couple times. And recently, I went. And he came to Austin like last month, 
And oh, I, he did? Did he do oh, the theater? He did that theater, yeah. And I went and I bought tickets in the third row. Oh, he's like, cool. He's like, like the my main, like the only reason I even love comedy is because of that fucking Was it guy. awesome? Oh, dude. It was the best set I've ever seen in my life. That's awesome. Like, like, like he did. Like from anybody, you mean? Anybody That's ever. That's awesome, yeah. It, it, anybody ever. Like it was fucking, he did an hour and a half, no fat fucking perfect it was insane did anybody even open for him or it was just he him? had some he had like some tosh.0 producer old guy come out and do a bunch of hack shit just do a few minutes yeah and then he came out and fucking hour it, and a half yeah that's awesome it was pretty funny because he so he did an hour and you could tell so he, he's gonna he's obviously gonna film a special because he was doing like it was pretty it was pretty clear cut right uh no fat and then like an, around an hour 15 in he like made a riff about. He's like, I don't know if you can tell, but the show's been over for like fifteen minutes, oh, and he was okay. just like yeah, working just... on. He was just working on new shit. He's like, yeah, the show's been over. It was the I went. I bought tickets to the late show, so he he took like an extra thirty minutes off the end. Did he do like a Q and A or something? Or? No, he was he just, just running was through. Kinda... Yeah, he was just running through like. And it, but it was fucking really fucking funny, dude. Yeah, that's like really awesome. funny. I went. I saw him uh, like a year and a half ago to an hour at some theater and some but fuck casino in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Drove all the way out there to see him. And he, from that hour that he did to this hour that I just saw, there was maybe 10 minutes that he carried over, dropped the rest oh, of it. Oh, 10 of the same. Okay. Dropped well, the rest of it. Did he do great at that casino or was that? It was, you could tell he was doing new shit. Uh, so the crowd was kind of whatever. No, he, he had a great set, oh, okay, but good. like I'm just saying from like a comedian's perspective, you could just tell Yeah, that he was just kind of like, you know, moving on or whatever. But um no yeah he fucking like dis like like destroyed yeah that's it was awesome absolutely insane like it was one of those where like you know you see someone do good in front of their own crowd and you're like all right well that wouldn't work anywhere else this was like shit where like i hope everybody sees this yeah it was absolutely genius work nice so, nice but anyway i feel like that was a fucking we ran over an hour and a half, which is fucking yeah, which is fucking great. I, I I'm starved. Pee. I got a pee. Yeah, my dick hole hurts. <laughs> uh, but I leave the final minute of the podcast to the to the guest to say whatever, plug whatever, any parting words of wisdom you may want to embark on our listeners. This next minute is all you. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm Joe Marisi. You can l- listen to my podcast, Joe Code Podcast. Comes uh, n- new a- new episodes out every Monday. Um, you can watch on YouTube or any listen on any streaming platform. Also, if you're an Austin local, I run a show. I help run a show called Stogie Boys. It's every other Tuesday. Oh, way to book me, dickhole. Uh, we're going to get to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up at a certain point during this, probably. Um, yeah, it's at the Cigar Vault in East Austin for the Austin people listening. And, uh, yeah, and if this episode comes out before Saturday, July 2nd, I'll be at it the will. Vulcan 1030 show this Saturday, July 2nd as well. So, yeah, that's it, man. Thanks a lot. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for doing the podcast. This is a blast. Yeah, man.